Good morning. This is Sister Lisa coming to you from the Ill, the Edwin Elder Library. And what we do on the Edwin Elder Library podcast is book reviews. Book reviews and also um, maybe some um, talks about some upcoming book ideas or um, just general whatever the Lord has on my heart to do for the podcast um, for that day. So anyway, today though, we are still reading the Frank Bartleman's Azusa Street, an eyewitness account to the birth of the Pentecostal revival, um, book review on that, and we have been on page 58, talking about how the, the Azusa Street revival, when the Holy Ghost fell in America, in different places, in Topeka, and in Texas, I believe it was, and this Azusa Street, California, uh, in San Francisco, Los Angeles. It was Los Angeles, but there was a San, a San Francisco fire um, and earthquakes and all kinds of different things. People was getting, uh, knowing that something was happening, that this was the last days, the signs of the times. And you know, I say, well, now it's 2022 and he hasn't come yet. No, but he is coming soon. We know he's coming soon, and we know that these things lead up. You know, there's things. There's um, the signs of the times. It could it could all happen immediately, or it can happen over a period of time. Because the Lord is trying to, um, He wants all to come to repentance. It, it is His will that um, all come to know this truth. All to come to know who He is, and not follow the things of the world, but but, but to follow Him and to trust in Him, and in eternity, you know, in eternity. 22 years or 122 years or a thousand years or as a day unto the Lord. So his timing, but our our time on earth, if he doesn't come from 100 years as far as the rapture, catching his bride away, still our last breath could be today. You know, he could be coming soon for us in that other, you know, in, in that way of thinking. So it is, it is our job to seek out the scriptures and seek out his truth and be full of his spirit and be watching and waiting for him and pointing others to the cross that is what this Atlantic elder library podcast is all about the ill and i'm lisa peter the host Um, on page 58 he was talking about how someone might be speaking and suddenly the spirit would fall upon the congregation god himself would give the altar call men would fall over the house all over the house like the slain in battle, or rush to the altar in a whole crowd of them to seek God. The scene often resembled a forest of fallen trees. Such a scene cannot be imitated. I never saw an altar call given in those early days. God himself would call them, and the preacher knew when to quit. When God spoke, we all obeyed. It seemed a fearful thing to hinder or grieve the spirit. The whole place was steeped in prayer. God was in his holy temple. It was for the man to keep silent. The Shekinah glory rested there. In fact, some claim to have seen the glory by night over the building. I do not doubt it. I have stopped more than once within two blocks of the place and prayed for strength before I dared go on. The presence of the Lord was so real. You know, that reminds me when my husband and I, we went to a, a conference. of uh, I don't know if it was a youth conference or um, I think it might have been a national youth conference for the United Pentecostal Church. And while we were there... It, we were in a um, in a auditorium in a um, 
in a meeting room where the, you know, the bleachers, where there was like a big crowd of people. And it's true, you could, there was like a cloud came in that room. And as it swept across, people were just falling on their knees. It just swept across until it come over to where we were and then went around the room. We fell too. We all, the whole place. It was just so awesome. And just remembering it, I could really feel the presence of God just thinking about it again. His Shekinah glory is real. God loves his people. He inhabits the praises of his people. When we lift him up, when we exalt him, he is there. He is there in the midst when two or three are gathered. And I'm, I can even feel him when you get alone with God in your own closets, in those private places where it's just we shout out everything else and just bask in his presence. He is real and he wants to do a mighty work. He wants to do a mighty work in this last day, and he is doing a mighty work. I just heard about the Palm Bay, the Palm Bay, um, Florida. They just had a special revival service in a school auditorium, and people get in the Holy Ghost and get baptized. It was an outreach to the communities. You know, sometimes people won't come to a church building, but sometimes they'll come to a school, or they'll come to a tent, or they'll come to a camp. Or they'll, uh, or they'll come to your home or uh, just, you know, different places. Or you'll go to their home. Or it could be a shut-in in a, um, in a hospital or go to the for prison ministry. Places where some people can't get out, take it to them. Maybe they can listen online. We don't know all the things, but God is reaching for people. Presumptuous men would sometimes come among us. Sometimes preachers who would try to spread their opinions. But their efforts were short-lived. The breath would be taken from them. Their minds would wander. Their brains reel. Things would turn black before their eyes. They could not go on. I never saw one get by with it in those days. They were up against God. No one cut them off. We simply prayed. The Holy Spirit did the rest. We wanted the Spirit to control. He wound them up in short order. They were carried out dead, spiritually speaking. They generally bit the dust in humility, going through the process we had all gone through. In other words, they died out and came to the sin of themselves in all their weakness. Then, in childlike humility and confession, they were taken up by God and transformed through the mighty baptism in the Spirit. The old man, Romans 6 and 6, died with all his pride, arrogance, and good works. In my own case, I came to abhor myself. I begged the Lord to drop a curtain so close behind me on my path that it would hit my heels. He told me to forget every good deed as though it had never occurred as soon as it was accomplished and go forward again as though I had never accomplished anything for him, lest my good works become a snare to me. Wow. That's true. So many times we talk about what was, what the good old days, how they used to do this and that. And that's true. And that's what this, uh, this kind of book is, these summaries. Tell him what, that what he did back then he can do again today. But we don't just eat yesterday's manna. Remember? Each day, each day, we have to have fresh manna, fresh word from God, fresh anointing of the Spirit. And remember that whatever He does, do through us, if He uses us in a mighty way, it's not us. It was We was just a vessel that He was willing for Him to use. And He used a donkey. He used a burning bush. He used the parting of the Red Sea. He used the walking on the water. He used miracles, signs, miracles, and wonders. He uses. And whatever whatever is there it says if, if we don't praise him the very rocks will cry out 
the very rocks. We don't want no rock taking our place. So we're going to praise him. And we're going to say, you know, we are nothing. You are everything. That's worship. When we bow down before him and let him know, oh, Jesus, you are worthy of all praise. You are awesome. You are glorious. You are marvelous. And praise him with our whole heart and mean what we say. Mean it from the depths of us. He gave us our breath. Hold your hand in front of your mouth and breathe. That is the breath of God. That is God wanting to work through you. He gave you a mouth, so speak his praises. He gave you eyes to see. If you've got your eyesight, use it to read the word of God. If you don't have eyesight, learn Braille and read it that way. Or listen, listen with your ears. If, if, if you're a deaf person and you're getting this interpreted by some means, well, you know what? You still can be used of God. He can use you whatever. Whatever you, whatever senses you have or whatever abilities you have, whatever you have. And I even know uh, that one man, I can't think of his name, that he was born without arms or legs. And he still hops around and God uses him in a mighty way. You know, whatever we have, whatever we have, use it to the glory of God. We saw some wonderful things in those days. Even very good men came to abhor themselves in the clear light of God. Often it was harder, hardest for preachers to die to self. They had so much to die to, so much reputation and good works. But when God got through with them, they gladly turned a new page and chapter. That was one reason they fought so hard. Death to self is not at all a pleasant experience, and strong men die hard. Brother Ansel Post, a Baptist preacher, was sitting on a chair in the middle of the floor one evening in the meeting. Suddenly the Spirit fell upon him. He sprang from his chair, began to praise God in a loud voice in tongues, and ran all over the place, hugging all the brethren he could get a hold of. He was filled with divine love. He later went to Egypt as a missionary. This is his own testimony. As suddenly as on the day of Pentecost, while I was sitting some 12 feet right in front of the speaker, the Holy Spirit fell upon me and filled me literally. I seemed to be lifted up, for I was in the air in an instant, shouting, Praise God! And instantly I began to speak in another language. I could not have been more surprised if at the same moment someone had handed me a million dollars. Ansel Post, in Way of Faith. After Brother Small had invited his people back and promised them liberty in the Spirit, I wrote the following in Way of Faith. The New Testament church received her Pentecost yesterday. We had a wonderful time. Men and women were prostrate under the power all over the hall. A heavenly atmosphere pervaded the place. Such singing I have never heard before. The very melody of heaven, it seemed to come directly from the throne. June 1906. In the Christian Harvester, I wrote on the same date. At the New Testament church, a young lady of refinement was prostrate on the floor for hours, while at times the most heavenly singing would issue from her lips. It would swell as though reaching the throne and then die away in an almost unearthly melody. She sang, Praise God! Praise God! All over the house, men and women were weeping. A a preacher was flat on his face on the floor, dying to himself. Pentecost has fully come. And um, that reminds me, one of our... um, one of our men in the church there in Hutchinson, Kansas. Um, this happened before I moved there, but my husband had um, told many times about how Brother Jack Carriker, um, he had some of his family, I think it was his mother, that got the Holy Ghost and stuff, and he visited the church. He said, he said, I'll come and visit the church and stuff, but I'm not going to act like you all do. 
well, it wasn't too long before the Lord got a hold of him and he agreed to get baptized. When he got baptized in Jesus' name, he came up out of the water and he shot his hands up in the air and, and his hands went through the ceiling. I guess it was a low, a low ceiling where they were at, but he would just pray and he never was the same after that. He was running the aisles and shouting, praising God. He was, he had that Holy Ghost fire. And you know, so don't say what you will and you won't do. Because when you surrender, when you humble yourself before God and He chooses to use you, He'll probably, He'll probably make you do all the things you said you wouldn't do. He'll make you, He'll humble you and show you that you're not your own. You were bought with a price. You belong to Him. So just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to worship the Lord and lift up your hands and lift up your voice. And when you need to, fall prostrate on your face and humble yourself before Him. And just praise Him from the depths of your heart and say, Lord, we want this Azusa Street Revival. We want this Holy Ghost Revival. We want this Day of Pentecost, Acts 2.38 Revival. It doesn't matter your denomination, what kind of church you might be a member of. It doesn't matter if you don't even go to church. It doesn't matter. You could enter into the presence of God, any denomination, and exit with apostolic experience as Peter preached on the day of Pentecost to repent of your sins and to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Just like the first church, just like the early church and what all the disciples did, even Mary, the mother of Jesus, did. And what I did, what you can do. It is for me, and it's for you, and it's for your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And that's in Acts 2.39. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Keep pointing others to the cross. And if you like this channel, if you like this podcast, tell your friends. Thank you. Bye-bye. Lisa Peter, the Eel, the Edwin Ellen Library Podcast.